boys. Is I have a question Didi? for you. Yes. Hey, come in I the hear, car. I hear voices. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Have you learned anything lately? Ooh. Yeah. We don't have the time to get into some of those things that's relevant right now, but um <laughs> learned anything lately. Yeah. What have you learned? It's the latest thing you're like, wow, I learned that. This, this is thinking hard. Yeah, this is terrible. Like, this is not entertaining from a podcast perspective because there are so many things running through my head. So I'm just like completely quiet trying to figure out <laughs> which thing I want to choose. Oh, I don't know. Like, I. <sighs> Here's what I learned, guys. Uh, manicures and pedicures are something that women have been hiding from us for a very long time and they are amazing <laughs> wow absolutely incredible okay especially pedicures because our my feet are disgusting like and i didn't realize how gross my feet were until i got a pedicure and then my feet felt like i was floating <laughs> and women have been not telling us how great these experiences are on purpose it must be in some woman code that like they are just not going to tell you how great it feels to have someone else just like massage your hands and make your hands clean and not fucking just manly and gross (laughs) make them feel great manicures and pedicures are amazing guys incredible i learned that recently I've never had one, but I feel like the pedicure specifically, like, I don't think, I think I would end up, I'd just keep kicking the person in the face because it like my feet would get ticklish and I wouldn't be able to actually enjoy it. (laughs) Dude, I thought that too, but no, no. Hmm. Interesting. Next time I'm home, group pedicures for the crew. (laughs) (laughs) Brunch and then pedicures. Yeah. Yeah. Brunch and pedicures. Down. Oh my God down brunch and oh my god we'll all wear flip-flops fuck dude that's it's done that's what we're doing (laughs) okay well on this note um i recently actually learned what conditioner is are you guys do you like do you have a full understanding of what conditioner is i don't uh i think i have a good idea yeah like i thought dude this is another thing because Didi's like, shit, women have been hiding from us. I mean, I've never, I've had a buzz cut since third grade. Okay. There's been no reason for me to even investigate what conditioner is. Mm-hmm. So I have never known until, um, you know, we had daughters and my daughter's hair is like legit long. And now we put conditioner in it. And Katie was telling me to do it. And I just like, okay, Katie told me to do it. I'll do it. She knows way more about what's good for kids than I do. But then once I dug deeper, like it's to make your hair feel luxurious and soft and wonderful and like i've lived in, lived an entire life thinking it was like just a different type of shampoo like why do they sell conditioner like they they sell like three in one conditioner shampoo and i don't know some other shit i haven't learned about yet like so they package it together some companies do other companies like sell it separately i just thought it was another way to wash your hair turns out no 
there's a whole world of hair care products that I am completely unaware of. And I just learned that conditioner uh, is cool. Conditioner is cool and two in one products <laughs> are not. Okay. That's just trying to cheat the system. It it just doesn't get the job done. It's just not it's just not the same. Separate, separate but equal is the way shampoo and conditioner should <laughs> that, be treated. That's what, the, that's what that's about. Okay, I understand. <laughs> that's how that originated, actually. <laughs> oh, See, I knew I would learn something else while doing this. So just learn that. Great. Wow. <laughs> um, for me, man, a lot has running through my head right now. Um, and the one keeps coming back to my mind. And it's actually going to lead into my chess segment. So it's really just only going to be a tease. So please hold your follow-up questions. I learned I'll never have a vehicle without a sunroof ever again. Uh, I'll, again, I will get into those details momentarily, but that has been a very, very, uh, interesting lesson for me to learn over the last week. And it has impacted me greatly. And I think there will be a lesson in it for everybody in just a few moments. So stay tuned. Wow. What a tease, oh, a radio professional, wow. professional dress I'll... formal for the occasion today. Unbelievable. Right? I'm just stepping up the game. I missed, I missed one week, by the way, I'm alive. Um, now you're firm- spitting. You're spitting fire on the podcast because you missed one week. This is unbelievable. I know. You know, there was there were reports out there of my demise, but it, uh, thankfully, uh, alive and honestly, more than one way. You had some people scared on Twitter, Chris. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Some people weren't sure what was going on. But I, hey, hey, back hey, but Dan, if you respect, if you respect a good tease, then you had to respect that tweet. <laughs> Cause I think some people I, tuned in just to make sure that you just to were, make sure that, yeah. You know, yeah. What's going on with Dan. Right. It's true. <laughs> wow. No better way to start the brunch breakdown than that. What's up. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles in my car. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh and this is the brunch breakdown podcast. And today on the show, Rihanna is uh, performing the Super Bowl halftime show, which I cannot wait to talk about with you guys. We're going to talk about which you know, what your favorite potato says about you and uh, we got brunch court, and of course we have so much more, especially whatever Dan is going to talk to us about. But uh, before we get it started, Dan, let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown. And by the way, I'm pulling into my house, so I will see you guys in a second. <laughs> what a wonderful time and a run- wonderful segue there. Uh, that means I can really let this thing air out. I could give you the short answer, right? <laughs> yeah, elaborate, Dan. Chris, you gave them the short answer last week. It's time to play a little catch up. It's just the two of us. Where can you find the Brunch Breakdown podcast? Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, don't skip ahead. Important information is ahead. Uh, you can find it anywhere. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon, Audible, anywhere. You can find the Brunch Breakdown. Hit follow, hit subscribe, and those episodes will come directly to you as soon as they are uploaded in quite literally the middle of the night. Those episodes will be ready for you to download, take on the go, take in your car, take on your phone. Every Wednesday, hit follow, hit subscribe. Full video episodes. We're about to see Didi's beautiful face appear on the screen, hopefully momentarily. Uh, But of course, full video episodes on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. Those premiere at noon Eastern 9 a.m. Pacific every Wednesday as well. And of course, available on demand anytime you want to watch those on both those channels. We are everywhere on social media that is out there. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, and probably a myriad more. We are everywhere at Brunch Breakdown. You follow us. We follow you lovely people back. And of course, do not forget, we give you what we're listening to each and every week. And we put that together in a nice 
double stuffed version of a playlist, which we call the sounds of brunch. And that is exclusively available on Spotify. It gets updated just about every Friday and you'll have the previous week's episode sounds of uh, sounds of brunch and the week we're giving to you right here, right now, the new music we will get you by the end of this episode, all available sounds of brunch exclusively on Spotify. Here I go. I dragged it out. We still don't have D back. I don't know how he thought he was going to pull that maneuver off in such quick fashion, but here we are, Chris. Yeah. Well, this is nice. This is cozy. This is familiar. I, I feel good here. Yeah. Yeah. feels nice. feels good. Um, <laughs> do you, do you have a, I know you like just got home. Um, <laughs> quite this, literally. Whole Brett, this whole episode is, uh, it came together quite quickly. Um, do you have a beer today? I do have a beer today. Let's talk beer because yeah, let's do beer and give Dee a little more time. Let's do that. Um, it's been uh, a wild week. And so I needed a, I needed this desperately, even though I literally ran the door, came up here and threw on the headphones. I'm like, if any day to skip, it, there's, this is not the day to skip Bruce day. It's not the day to do it. And I reached back into the vault, my friend, I reached into the vault, Ooh. Ooh. the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is from the good people at Grist house out of Millville just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And this is called the Paddler. And this is a dessert sour. Okay. Dessert sour Paddler. And this is a cherry cheesecake dessert tower, dessert tower or sour. It could be a tower uh, with tart cherries, vanilla, graham crackers, and lactose. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, I've had this beer before. That's why I said I had to go into the vault. This is quite literally one of the best beers I have ever had in my entire life. If you follow me on Untapped, you know that this has received the highest rating I have ever given a beer. That is a 4.75. It's that damn good. And for a wild week, uh, a week of good, bad celebrations, this one is well-deserved. The Paddler from Grist House, I share with you boys here today. One of the best beers I've ever had. Nice. It sounds like many delicious things that I enjoy. Oh, it's and so lovely. We've so talked lovely. about the impact of alcohol on your sleep. Well, I've heard that tart cherry can actually help with sleep. So, oh, boom. I love it. Then. Okay. Win-win. Yeah. Might even out. Um, this week, I've got something. Uh, I think this is right up Didi's uh, alley. Um, so I'm back to Bell's because I had recently visited their brewery. And what I have today is part of their Flamingo Fruit Fight series. Uh, this, yeah, really. Fruit <laughs> Fight series. It's a session ale with blood orange. Ooh. And I have already tasted this. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know because I know Bell's like some of their beers are distributed quite widely. Um, so I don't know if this is available everywhere. If it is um, and you like if you're really a big seltzer fan, this beer borders on the territory of seltzers. It's so fruity. Wow. wow. Yeah. It is like an unbelievable amount of the blood orangey goodness that I know Didi loves. So Didi, if you could find this, I think you would really enjoy it. Uh, again, I'll say these words because it's a lot of F's here. Flamingo <laughs> fruit flight. No, I, I said it wrong. <laughs> Flamingo fruit, fruit fight series. The session ale with blood orange. Cheers. Dude, that sounds amazing. I just, um, 
I don't know how I'm going to say that at my local brewery or at my local <laughs> liquor store or whatever. Get the without... triple F. Get the triple, yeah. F, triple <laughs> F here. Can I get the <laughs> f- 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 and I'll be like, ah, bells. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, something I'm not drinking right now, but I did drink this weekend. Uh, Golden Road Brewing has a Golden State Cerveza. So it's a Mexican Ooh. lager and it is very good. I like it a lot. Um, and I'm starting to get picky with my Mexican lagers now because I've been trying different ones. Mm. And uh, a lot of people, you know, just all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? I don't need to get Pacifico all the time, even though Pacifico is the goat. I don't need to get them all the time. And this one is like got something different going on. And I like it a lot. And I'm sure you probably can't get it anywhere but in this state, most likely, or any surrounding states. But the Golden State Cerveza, I have a feeling that this might be something that golden road maybe next year maybe in a couple years or something ends up going wide because you can get golden road stuff like all over the country just Mm -hmm. depending on what it is um but i have access to like everything they do but the cerveza is super good so shouts to golden road nice sounds great well boys cheers 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 love it fight oh all right well uh let's get random topics off our chests because I assume you didn't have time to do that while I was gone. We did no, not. We, uh, <laughs> we, we were giving you. you we were giving you time. Nice. Beautiful. See, I was gonna say that, but then I was like, they can handle it. They're good. <laughs> They're professionals. <laughs> They're professionals. Love it. All right. Well, uh, let's get it off our chest. Uh, Dan, go for it. You weren't here last week. Go. I wasn't. A lot to catch up on. Formal attire here today. Um, <laughs> this isn't really get uh, get it off my uh, chest necessarily. I'm gonna take a little bit of different spin on this this week um and just talk about some you know good things and to be uh grateful for um i'm not going to try to bring the energy gel down but to just give you some perspective uh my wife and i were involved in a rather serious car accident on uh last week uh car ended up flipping on its side and we miraculously were able to walk away unharmed partially due to the sunroof in our vehicle allowed us to get out of that vehicle very easily without having to cut that song bitch open. Um, again, we won't go into the detail- details of that, but that just is a prelude as to what I want to talk about here as to just a general sense of appreciation for things. And you have those moments in your life, right? Whether people, you know, pass and whatever, and people that aren't in your life anymore, you go through these weird life experiences and it's just like wild stuff like that, that you never see coming makes you appreciate things just a little bit extra. And sometimes we need a reminder and you hate for it to happen that way, but could not literally be any more fortunate that neither of us got hurt in the scariest moment in day of our lives. Um, But because of that gratitude, I was so happy that we could go and celebrate a little bit of love this weekend. Our good friend, dear friend of the program, an extremely loyal listener who maybe he's taken a week off of listening Our good buddy, Ryan Johnson, got married this weekend, was so glad we could still make the trip up and witness uh, their love. It was an incredible day. Um, But it just, again, an event like that, all these things coming together made me, you know, just a little extra grateful. Um, You know, we had a a lot of support and help and shouts to the Mount Lebanon police and fire department and undercover cops that were actually there on the scene before anybody else. Um, but again, just an opportunity to be 
grateful for being healthy, being alive, being well each and every day. Uh, you boys and everything we get to celebrate in between. And again, I will never not buy a vehicle without a sunroof ever again. And that is my lesson for everybody here today. And that is what I learned this week, that that allowed us to get out of that vehicle easily while it was on its side. So it's not just for decoration and being able to stay with the, the stars and the moon, people. It uh, it might come in handy one day. Uh, well, you guys well, I wasn't do? ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was not ready for that. Now I have a million questions. So I know, like, I know. I'm sorry I didn't, uh, you know, get bring Christ. you up to speed ahead of time. It's been a busy couple of days. Good Lord. Um, so. All right. Well, <laughs> I am completely not in the right mind to continue on of anything. So, Chris, go. Chris, I, you? I can go. I, I just ha- so happened to see Dan over the weekend. So that, yeah. that wasn't new to me. And uh, I will Good let Dee Dee process it uh i very much enjoyed having beers with you dan on saturday night that was that was a delightful weekend it was um and you know what shout out to ryan again because he's the only person that sends me beer and i appreciate him on top of (laughs) on top of everything else like congrats on getting married but thanks for the beer ryan and uh, maybe i'll send some your way um guys i'm just like sick of talking and hearing about covid (laughs) (laughs) like i just want I just wanted that's it. To- Two and a half years, and I said that's enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my limit. <laughs> I'm at the end of my rope here, boys. Like, I just Ugh. saw somebody today post on a social media about like, "Hey, I'm like whatever boosted," and like, "Cool, good for you. Take care of yourself, protect yourself." But like, I have gone on record enough times saying like, I don't give a shit that you got a I voted sticker. I don't care. Like I'm when the elections come up like that annoys me. And I'm at the point now, two and a half years into this, where like, I'm sick of hearing about strangers health histories. I just don't want to know it anymore. Okay. I I, I want to, I, I want everybody to be safe. I want you to do the things that are best for you and your families, but stop telling me about it. I'm, I'm like, it's football season. I just, I don't want to talk about this stuff anymore. I, I, oh. I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm done. And in reality, like it's not going away. Right. We're going to live with this shit forever. So we might as well just like try to make Chris happy and stop tweeting about it. Uh, yeah, And if people seem to be like sharing when they get it, like it's unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know right? what, Dan, like you, so people you just can get two and three times. It's like, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we understand. It's good luck to you. But right. we'll see you in a couple of days. <laughs> and, and you led me, I think that you saying that leads me down probably the, the path of the point that I was trying to make is that like the I voted thing is like, well, I voted. Did you? If not, I'm going to judge you all this shit. And then like now I think it's like, well, I got my booster. Have you gotten your booster? When are you scheduled to get your booster? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. Why do you care about my like everybody just like go stop? Just it's too much. Um, I'm just. It's just too much. I'm I'm sick of it. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, COVID. I'm sick of it too. So I hear you. But I'm kind of slightly happy people are still sharing it. I might feel your way in like another couple months, but I kind of like it. Just letting people know, still wash your hands. Yeah. That's what COVID means. There's to me. so, there's still some nasty people out there that yeah. no matter what's going I, and I 
I witnessed them in the in the restrooms at work. I know who you are. <laughs> Oatmeal sweater boy. I know who you are. I know you don't wash your hands. Wow. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> One week off and I'm back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so this weekend, shouts to Ryan. He has everything to do with I want to get this off my chest. Um it's so funny whenever like Somebody you know, but I'm not best friends with Ryan. I don't know Ryan that much. I've hung out with Ryan like five times in my entire life. Good hang, good person, all that. But the thing is, I know every, I know all of you guys, right? So all of the kids that you, CJ, like everyone, right? Slaw, like everybody, right? So I felt like I was at this wedding on Sunday. (laughs) And it got me thinking, having a wedding in the middle of the day is kind of genius, it really is kind of genius, but here's the difference. You don't have it in Cleveland. You have it, <laughs> you have it, you have it somewhere tropical, right? Yeah. Like destination wedding and the wedding is in the middle of the day. And I thought about this because not to rip Ryan for having his wedding in Cleveland. You're from there. Shouts to you. Like, congrats. All <laughs> no, that I think we stuff. should rip him. I, I'm yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's fine. Um, But I thought about this because as somebody who had a destination wedding, the I hated waiting until regular married time to get wet, to get married. Like we got married at five o'clock. I waited all day and it was Mm. the longest shit in the goddamn. I hated it so much. I was like hitting up Siobhan and like, can we just do this at like nine? All the chairs I'm looking at them right now, like outside of my hotel room, like everything's set up. Can we just go do this right now? And I'm telling you, dude, like, it's genius to get married in the middle of the day. You just got to do it somewhere that is a destination for everyone. And then you just, like, get married. And then you just, I don't know, party the rest of the day. Or you just, like, meet up later and keep partying. Whatever. I think having getting married in the middle of the day is, like, genius. So, like, shouts to him for doing it. Just, you know, your next wedding. Just do it somewhere else. (laughs) And it is. That wedding was on the water, DD. You weren't there. It's true. It was, wasn't it like wasn't it like fifty degrees there? It was it was right next to a pond. <laughs> uh, Didi, you say you it was it was like you were there. Uh, we actually received a text. I think it was Saturday uh, afternoon um, from one of our close friends asking if one of us could bring you as our plus one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now neither of our wives would have been super thrilled with that. So maybe somebody else needed an extra plus one somewhere uh, and you would have fit right along. But I mean, it is, it, it's, it, it is kind of, it is kind of genius. Cause it was, it was a brunch style wedding because it was early and, you know, typically with a, you know, a rental for a wedding, a venue, whatever, you'll still get it for the same amount of time. You're not going to rent it for 10, 12 hours, right? Cause the price is going to go up. So you just same amount of time, but it ends earlier and then you can, you can, instead of partying until 2 a.m., you're doing it from like 5 to 10 or whatever or to 11 and it just becomes an all-day thing. And I thought about that too and how kind of genius that is. However, being the bride or groom or in the bridal party for that seemed like it was a little extra challenging having to wake up with the butt crack of dawn. Oh. Meanwhile, the night before, you're still doing stuff, hanging with people, seeing people coming into town. So like for us as guests, love it. But for them, they had to kind of be a little weary of when they went to sleep the night before, just because there is still the extra stuff you got to do. You still got a little, a little extra time for photos, but 
aside from that, if you can do, if you can find that middle ground, you can really extend that thing out and make a, make a nice party out of it. What time did they start doing hair? Oh, brother. It was early. I heard, I like can't 3 remember. Like 3 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I know there were some wake-up calls um, between 5 and 5.30. I do know Ooh. that. Sheesh. That makes for a lengthy day. Yeah. Cool. But it was amazing. Amazing wedding. Everything looked great. And I was like, just thinking about that, like, man, I would have loved to got married in the middle of the day. Well, and and also in the, the, the theme of this podcast, uh, they had brunch food. We basically sponsored the event. Yeah. Well, so, well yeah, that's true. But I wasn't going to say that, but Dan brought it up. Yeah, we sponsored this wedding. Well, um, why didn't you and... just smack a logo on the back of the bride or something? <laughs> I mean, why, why do you think there was Nashville hot chicken and waffles there? Uh, you know, come on. Oh, that's fu- what? Well, that's what happens when you get sponsored by the brunch break. Yeah, you know, class, class, class. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that was get it off your chest. Now, guys, let's get into the main menu here. Uh, first, Rihanna. She is performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. We haven't really seen Rihanna do anything musically in like, I don't know, seven years, six years, yeah. which is, I mean, but it's not that like we haven't seen her or heard her. She's popped up here and there. She's just like a billionaire now from fashion. But anyhow, she's performing the Super Bowl halftime show. What do you guys think about it? You know I'm thrilled, so. And anyone listening knows I'm thrilled. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, what a wild week for Super Bowl halftime news. It was first that what Apple Music took was taking over sponsorship away from Pepsi, who's had it for 10 years, and then a very quick rumor that Taylor Swift had the gig, um, and she hadn't been able to do it previously because she has a deal with Coke, and it was, it was going to go to her. Uh, and then that very quickly turned into, no, Rihanna's doing it because Taylor doesn't want to do it until – she's done re-recording all of her albums because then to go out there and perform those songs would potentially cause some issues. And she wants to get all that done and out of the way first. So what do they do? They find literally the like gold of gold. Like somehow you convince Rihanna to basically come out of retirement and perform the biggest show of her career in front of the largest audience. And like, I thought it was fake. I seriously thought it was fake. I'm like, no way she's I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to, comprehend the idea that we're never going to hear new Rihanna music ever again. And it's, it's so crushing to my soul that it's, it, I have to think that way, but I'm putting that myself in that mindset. And then I get so pleasantly surprised. This is the real deal. Ladies and gentlemen, we have had a, some amazing halftime shows in particular in the last five, six years. I think we are about to have the greatest one of all time. I, I, I really think it's going to happen in February in Arizona who she's going to bring out with her, the song she's going to perform. Everybody, everybody is going to remember, and if you've forgotten, shame on you, how incredible Rihanna is and how many hits she freaking has. I can't wait, man. I, I cannot wait. I hope this is a little bit of rebirth and this gets her gets her going again and saying like, yeah, I got a good gig with all this other businesses and stuff like that. But I mean, I can do a couple of shows. I can put out another album, right? Right? So <laughs> I'm optimistic again and I love it. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I, I heard about Rihanna. I didn't know any of this information that like, she actually said she was retired from music. So everything you guys have just said is, uh, news to Chris Gates over here. Um, so that's cool. But if I like, when you're that famous, you're never going to like fully retire. She was always going to come back at some point. Right. And like, 
kudos to her. Like you could come back and like, I don't know, play Coachella or you could come back and like play literally the biggest performance on TV ever. (laughs) And uh, she managed to do the biggest one. So good job. That's awesome. But yeah, I'm excited. I I feel like this is two years in a row now where we're getting uh, a lot of flashbacks to how old we truly are because our, the artists of our heyday are uh, all filling up the Super Bowl halftime show, just like the Rolling Stones used to do when we were kids. Uh, but I'll, I'll enjoy all the music. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I am super excited. I mean, I am, I am insanely excited. I can't wait to see what happens in the coming months. I don't know if she's Agnes is going to start the album rollout or start a tour rollout or whatever it is. Because most people, they don't just perform the Super Bowl halftime show. It's literally <laughs> the biggest. It's, I mean, it's, there's no bigger promotion for you. That's why yeah. like artists pay, like they, the Super Bowl picks you. And then like, I think they pay for something, but then the artist pays for most of it. It's like mm-hmm. they pay for some of the production, but then it's like, cause it's literally it's 111 million people and you know, millions more when you count YouTube and all of that stuff. So it's an insane platform, right? I'm really excited for it. But then I was thinking, I was like, oh man, I was like, it hasn't been that long with Rihanna. Ponder replay came out in 2005. Whew. 2005. Like, and we've talked about Rihanna and like how she hasn't put out an album since 2006, since 2016. And like, we're like, that's still the 11 year run that Rihanna had. I don't know any time in that time period where Rihanna didn't have like a bunch of songs that we were listening to. That's kind of crazy to me. Like it felt longer than yeah. a decade. Like it felt like she was on top forever, but that only 11 years. That's, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it was just like nonstop, right? It just it didn't never came in waves. It was just like constant. Um, but yeah, she hasn't performed. She yeah, like you said, Dee no new music since 2016. She last performed in 2018, and that was on the Grammys um, as a feature. I forget who who was with like Calvin Harris or something like that. So it was just like she was there, but it wasn't necessarily her performance. Um, so this is, and the fact that it's, the fact that Apple Music is the sponsor now makes me think just even a little deeper, like maybe there is something brewing here. I'm hoping, right? Because if it was still Pepsi, it'd be like, okay, whatever. Um, but maybe, just maybe there's another, you know, a partnership that they have where new music is, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show, like you said, Didi, is just like the, the kickoff to something big for her next year and what a better way to do it yeah it's cool that now the possibilities are endless for the yeah. Super Bowl halftime show because of course because the reason why the rumors jumped to taylor really quick she's the album coming out but she her and rihanna are the two names that everyone would say when it was like all right they would like say who's going to be the Super Bowl halftime performer and then people would be like well it can't be taylor swift or rihanna because they have contracts with coca-cola so it's mm-hmm. never going to be them so it's cool that it could be them in the future so yeah. it could be anyone now like yeah, it really does anyone. It changes the game. We've heard, we've heard Adele's name for like the last five years too. <laughs> so that one, that one I think would be okay without, I mean, I love Adele, but like the mute, that's just not the vibe that we're looking for. The Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, ready to press at halftime. What the hell? What are we doing? I feel like Joe Buck would be the only person in the stadium. Super <laughs> amped for that. Only person. He would be like, so amped for Adele. 
And we take Nobody it now else. down to uh, midfield at halftime. Can we say hello to Adele? <laughs> oh, Come on. God. Can't wait. It's gonna be good. Yeah, but I'm excited. Get a good game. Give us a good game too. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I need better staging than last year. Remember, we talked about that. That was a little goofy. <laughs> but you're right. Rumors are going to score all the collaborations. Who's she going to bring out? Almost ready for football season to be over, just for just to happen. <laughs> easy, easy, Dan. Easy. I'm with you. I down. <laughs> Shots fired at Chris Gates. Easy, buddy. Okay. It's yeah. the thing, dude. The thing about the Super Bowl is I re- like really don't care who's in the game. It's cool if the game is like two teams that you actually want in there, but like most of the time, it's not. No. It's usually like at least one of the teams. One of the teams you're like, yeah. all right, they've been great all season. They've got the superstar. And then there's the Bengals every year. There's it's always kind of like that. You think you're getting chiefs, but then you don't like this year. Everyone's thinking we're going to get the bills and Josh Allen's going to be running all over people. They're not like, it'd be cool to say they're going to, they're not, they're going to lose at some point. Right. Never you happens know? the way you want it to. No, it's not, but we got the Super Bowl halftime show the way we went into. So See? check. That's why the Super Bowl is what the Super Bowl is. Then the food will be good and everything else. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's get into this fun thing that I saw that my friends at Eat It Chain posted on Instagram. What your potato says about you. Can we pull this up? Yeah. Let's Yeesh. do it. Yeah. Always let's talk potatoes, boys. Let's touch hey, po- let's talk dive potatoes. into some spuds here, boys. Okay. That's right. There's a bunch of different uh potato types, fries, onion rings, waffle fries, tater tots, baked potatoes, loaded, you know, crinkle fries. Uh there's oh my god, hash browns. There's a bunch of different kinds of things. Wedges, what it says potato about, chips. Yeah, a lot of things. And what they say about you. Uh when you guys saw this, because I thought this was hysterical. Um, because it says great things like the little McDonald's fries. You're a true classic. If this is your favorite, you're a true classic. You stick to your routine because your routine is good. People respect you and want to be like you. <laughs> is that either of you? Was that either of your choice? As we go through these, was that, did either of you choose the regular shoelace McDonald's fries? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I read it, then I wanted it to be because- <laughs> Oh boy, because I am a big fan of routines and I think my routine is pretty darn good. So I started to have an identity crisis. Okay. All right. But yeah, not me. Not for this one. No, no. not me. Not me. Not me. <laughs> What's our next spud? Oh. If you like curly fries, you're freaky. You're nasty. You're a little bit wild. A lot of it naughty. Yeah, uh, that's my wife. That's what she picked. And we just so happened to play this game while her parents were at our house. And that was a very awkward moment to have my wife read that out loud to uh, her mom and dad. But uh, my wife picked curly fries because she's freaky and she's nasty. Hey, we're gonna, <laughs> we just got to cut that off. And <laughs> There's a clip. We're definitely clipping that off. For sure. Yeah, we're absolutely clipping (laughs) that up. So get ready for that. Katie is freaky and nasty. Freaky and nasty. Apparently so am I because I went with curly fries (laughs) because it just makes me think of Arby's. And I really took a long time to look at this graphic before I swiped anywhere. You know, I didn't spoil anything and there's nothing like them. So consider me a nasty freak. (laughs) 
go to the next one. F R E A K. A K A K. Song's great. <laughs> God, I love that song. Waffle fries. Uh, you're hungover on a Sunday, and the restaurant that serves these is closed. <laughs> <laughs> It is not me. I am not Waffle Fry. Um, but wait, Chris, have you picked yet? I have not. I w- did not okay, pick Waffle Fry. You're both still out there. Well, I will say Waffle Fry, I think, was my runner up. So, okay. um, certainly been down that road. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tater Tots, <laughs> you are eating in a high school cafeteria. Unfortunately, this is my pick, guys. Oh. I hate myself for it. I was like, oh, why is I going to hate on Tater Tots? Yes. This is all me. It's Dude, all it's me. me it's me, too. This is the one I picked. <laughs> yes. Let's it's, go. It's all me. It's like, and honestly, what do you think about when you eat Tater Tots? I think about being a kid. What do I make for my kids <laughs> that they love? Tater Tots. I, it's, it's the perfect description because honestly, that's what it is. Yeah, we have a lot of tater tots in this household, so I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm, I'm very appreciative of what they bring to my life now <laughs> these days with a two year old. Yeah, mm. but then yeah, the description. So that's when I read my description, and it was you're eating in a high school cafeteria. <laughs> and then I went and I looked at the other ones. And I was like, I want any other choice but the one that I chose. <laughs> yeah, seriously, any other one. Yeah, God. <laughs> like baked potato you're irish you're I would, irish i am irish and i would totally go for this i think that's like the description i'm not a huge fan of baked potatoes but they would fit better i'm than not me. unless they look like this one load me up yeah or you know make a potato skin out of this let's go to fridays <laughs> baby we're american there everybody loves some, some tga fridays potato skins but Okay, no. Irish it is. I love a good baked potato too, but not that was not me. Crinkle cut <laughs> fries. It was dad's turn to make dinner. This is number two for me, just because I picked tater tots off top and then saw the description. This one is because literally we always have crinkle cut fries in the freezer for the nights where me and Siobhan look at each other and it's like 4.15 and we're like, oh crap, we gotta get the kids from school. They gotta eat as soon as they get home. Shit, put the fries in the oven. I'll be back in 20 <laughs> minutes. It's just, it's, oh man, that description is like money. Cause yeah. yeah that one's fries. Yeah, they, I was gonna say relatable for the two of you at least, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hash Brown, you're hungover, aren't you? Yeah. Hard to argue this one, right? Yeah, As it's evolved over time, this is oh, and and Chris, I know you know this very well. That throwing one of these bad boys in the middle of a egg and sausage sandwich Let's between go. a bagel is a game changer, ladies and gentlemen. But um, I mean, where this particular hash brown, this is, and if you can't see the visual, it is. It's the basically rectangular, the rounded corners. <laughs> hash brown you know not the uh uh home style hash browns it's the it's the plate it's the plank of a hash brown like where where are you getting this this isn't mcdonald's the frozen food aisle right so yeah if you're hungover you're going to mcdonald's and if you're hungover in mcdonald's is closed which it never is (laughs) you don't want to leave 
<laughs> then you're getting those like packs of 25 <laughs> in the frozen food aisle. <laughs> That's you. All right. And then the last two potato wedges. You think that you are much fancier than you are, which <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. And I love potato wedges. Oh, Me they're too. good. So oh, the guy wearing a button down shirt loves. Right. Potato <laughs> <wedges>. <laughs> too fitting for right now. Love oh, potato wedges. And then the last one, potato chips. You are a little lazy and that's okay. I think this should be you're completely lazy and find better taste in potatoes because this is insane that this is even on here. I'm with you on that too. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so, well, that was fun. Make sure you check that out at Eat It Chain. I know we'll post this too. So it's really, really funny stuff. Um, also, Eat It Chain. Very interesting thing. Eat It Chain is a pop-up restaurant in LA and they make um, they make classic restaurant and like fast food staples, but like high quality. And it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, really? Like they make the McRib. They made the McRib at this one point with like actual ribs and they made a crunch wrap with like why you beef. And it was the best thing Ooh. I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool concept and they're just, they're a good follow. So eat it chain. Nice. Check those, check those guys out. Chris, cool. we know you got to run. Give us your music. Go. I do. I do have to run. I have my music up here. Uh, a lot of good stuff from this past week. Uh, forever forever came calling a band that i have not heard from in ages remastered one of their songs from 10 years ago called front porch sunrise i'm gonna throw that on the playlist uh mike posner put out a song called i'm not dead yet and it is legitimately one of the catchiest songs i've heard this year i think you guys are gonna like it um and then the wonder years put out a brand new album called the hum goes on forever uh it's all really really good and i have not decided what song i want to put on the playlist yet i might just go with the first one on the album because then you can click over and listen to the full album because you should give yourself that opportunity to listen to the full album but those are my picks for this week nice well chris we will talk to you next week sir thanks boys have fun tell the kids that's said hi <laughs> we're still here we're still here that's right you know here for the home stretch here for here the home stretch uh and it's and a uh good yeah an important an important brunch court oh I might add. an important brunch court wow you're full of surprises today dan so let's yeah. get into brunch court let's go all right let's do it um first one up uh we've had a lot of beverage products on brunch court before right uh you know some wacky things that some of these companies do uh, ladies and gentlemen, Pepsi is at it again. I know Dan Daniel, you haven't even seen this yet. Um, this is the Pepsi s'mores collection. Okay. Three varieties. One is toasty marshmallow. One is chocolate and one is graham cracker. I'm gonna give you a little bit of information on this. They're giving away 2000 of these kicks kits, uh, through a online competition. Um, and the, the collection, the, the package it comes with, comes with a, uh, recipe booklet that you can create different recipes with all three of these using all three of these, just to give you an example, obviously there's one called the classic where you pour a third of each in there. Um, there's one that's, uh, for the gram and it's half of the graham cracker, a quarter of the chocolate, a quarter of the toasty marshmallow, and 
an extra splash of graham cracker. That's not really uh-huh. genius at all. It's just extra graham cracker. Really well done. <laughs> the chocolate connoisseur, uh, marshmallow is for lovers. So that's a little heavier on marshmallow. Um, before we get into the good idea, bad idea, this kind of explains why not that many brunch courts ago, we discussed the marshmallow, the DJ collaboration uh, edition that came out. I forget if it, I honestly forget if it was Coke or Pepsi. It was Coke. It, it, it was, was Coke. Coke. Okay. So maybe they had some intel that Pepsi had a marshmallow version coming out in the near future and they thought theirs was worse or they didn't want to mix it up. They didn't want to be confused. I don't know. Uh, maybe they should have done it and tried to prove it was better. But we are finally getting a marshmallow flavored uh, cola product, which I think we all at the time thought was like maybe a good sounding idea. We have a chocolate one, a graham cracker one. Didi, what do you what do you think? Does this does this idea work? This works for me. I'll okay. allow it because here's the thing: it's not like I am going to be you know chugging chocolate Pepsi. But the thing is, uh, chocolate soda exists. This is an easy yeah. make here. It's just like yeah. what we talked about you know a few months ago with the marshmallow stuff. It's like marshmallow cola sounds good, and that like sounds good to me so i'm all down for this um but yeah i feel like most of these things have been sodas or are sodas now i think the graham cracker one might be the only one that's like a little like eh, mm-hmm. i don't know if we need that but like when you lead with chocolate you lead with marshmallow i'm here for those two the graham cracker that would be the last one i tried but i think these other ones this sounds like a great idea shouts to pepsi perfect for fall i enjoy it what about mixing these together? Do you think that, would you try it? Do you think it would work? Yes. Yes. I'm yes. fascinated by it. I am. I can tell you, I am fa- I'm fascinated by it. You know, you're right. Chocolate's not, you know, completely out of this world. Marshmallow makes a lot of sense. Graham cracker, probably a little bit unique. I'm, I'm digging this idea. I'm a little surprised they're not selling these. Uh, maybe they're kind of waiting to see how they, how they do. And maybe we see these next summer, something like that in time for summer but yeah i guess summer would be the time you would put these out right yeah you wouldn't put these out in the fall summer would be the time right through these out so i think that's kind of cool make the buzz right now and then throw these out like when people start having bonfires and cookouts and stuff like i think that's that's genius and i mean any way to make america even more fat than we already are let's not just make s'mores Let's put s'mores in a can and mix three sodas. Get your graveyard on because everybody right. loves to do that. I know I do. That's the reason why I'm so, another reason why I'm super into this. I'm like, I need to get all three so I can get my graveyard on. So, yes, yeah. yes, for sure. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, all right. I think we're yeah, we're both kind of on board with that then. Um, next item up for bid in in. Didi, this one is in particular uh, for you. We've talked about what. Kellogg's and Little Debbie have done in terms of ice creams and different things like that. And I can't remember your 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 favorite of those, but I know this is a popular one. And we are now being introduced to Nutty Buddy cereal, <laughs> chocolate and peanut butter flavored cereal. It is hit shelves at Walmart and then additional retailers in December. Um my question to you is, does this, are we buying this just because of the name? Yeah. Because for those of you that you can't see it, honestly, the cereal looks like dog treats. <laughs> it's just like a 
chocolate rectangle with four holes in it at the top. And so it looks nothing like how the actual Nutty Buddies do, like the wafer or the pattern of the wafer. It looks like dog treats and it's just chocolate and peanut butter flavored. Like, aren't Reese's Puffs like already king of that castle? Like, does this, is there anything different here? Uh, okay. Now I can't unsee this looking like dog treats. Now that cereal looks like <laughs> dog bones. This is bad. Right. Little Debbie. This is like Steph Curry, like hitting three threes in a row and then pulling up from half court and missing. Like, that's what this is. This is, I love little Debbie. I love little Debbie, but this is, uh, uh-uh. this looks like, it, it looks like dog bones now. Dan, you screwed this up for me. I ruined I this for you. I didn't have anything bad to say about this until you said that. Now it's a wrap. No, sorry. We're done. <laughs> done. Sorry, that's another. simple i hate to ruin it that quickly before you but like if 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 the flavor is not going to be super unique which it's really not then it has to look like the product it looks at nothing like the product here and that's mm-hmm. otherwise i'm not bringing this up on brunch work but this just drew me as something's off here something's off so yeah uh uh-uh. also it doesn't look like an enjoyable cereal experience especially <laughs> now they look like dog bones this is bad like oh no done they're give it they're, to your dog big too they're big yeah they look kind of big like dog bones like dog bones (laughs) so yeah give it to your dog although don't give your dog chocolate but anyways um (sighs) all right last item up for bid in brunch court um i chose this one because i feel like it's a little um polar it's a it's a polarizing topic if you will. So these are new White Castle cheeseburger and also available in hamburger bites. Um, They're at Kroger owned retailers right now. And so basically it is a uh, it's a what pizza roll, a pizza pocket or a pizza roll, if you will, but filled with White Castle beef and cheese and onions or just beef and onions if you want the uh, traditional hamburger pack. Didi, your thoughts on White Castle and basically the pizza roll equivalent of a White Castle burger. Have you ever had White Castle? I have. I think White Castle is disgusting. (laughs) Okay, see, this is why I wanted to bring this up. And I have no beef with fast food at all. Like, not one bit. I'm not somebody who's like, oh, I don't eat fast food. Like, whatever. No, I'm not particular with fast food. White Castle is just something people talk about all the time. So when I had a chance to have White Castle, I did. The buns are super salty, which is like their staple. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's it, like, I'm like, are these going to be super salty like the burgers? I'm I'm not in. But like, everything else about this idea, it sounds fine. Like, it's, you know whatever cheeseburger bites people like bites but like if it tastes like white castle i don't want it like but cheeseburger bites i'm cool with that i just don't want to taste like white castle yeah um and if chris were here i'll go ahead and answer the question that he would be asking uh that's not my arm in the photo ladies and gentlemen just to prove (laughs) it again this is not available in grocery stores in pennsylvania uh, at least not yet, but yeah, White Castle polarizing because I'm the same way. I, I find it disgusting I, and I do. And I, I want to like it. I want to like the idea of this. I like I love sliders and I want to go there and get like 20 of them and just share it and just eat one of those party packs or whatever. But like, I don't know if it's the onions to me. Maybe they use a lot of onions. Yeah. And like, 
getting them without it kind of, I guess, defeats the part. And they probably like look at you funny and spit on it, whatever. I want to like White Castle, but I don't know. I'd be willing to give these a little bit more of a try. Like you said, buns can be salty. And maybe this is a little bit different texture with it that it'll work. Um, everybody likes a, uh, you know, a pizza pocket or a uh, pizza roll, if you will. So cheeseburger fashion makes a lot of sense. It would work. Perfect for watching the Super Bowl round a halftime White Castle yeah. Castle Bites. But no, so we're both a little, little eh on that, but it's because it's White Castle. Mm. Yeah, White Castle. Onions, salt, a lot of, mm. I don't know. I'd have to be somewhere for, I wouldn't buy these, but if someone had them, I'd try one. Yeah. Now so, get yeah. me like in and out animal style. Oh, like come on. Bites. Come on. Just, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there in the universe. Couple weeks, Dan. Couple weeks. That's right. <laughs> Couple weeks. <laughs> Couple weeks, man. Ooh, can't wait. Can't wait. That's right. Can't wait. All right. Uh, let's get into what we're listening to, Daniel. Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. What are you listening to? It's been a couple of weeks, man. What you Dude, got? It has. It has been a couple of weeks and I got to go back a couple of weeks because um, I don't think either of you put any of this on the playlist. And honestly, shame, shame on you <laughs> mostly more than anybody. But uh, Blackpink, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, that album. Uh, it wasn't long, but it was full of bangers. I'm going to put hard to love on there. Um, I this is a song that really drew me in early. I know there's been some, you know, obviously there's uh other ones that are already hitting the, the radio. Pink Venom's been out there for a while, um, but hard to love, man. This the, the album is is I, I, it's fantastic. I mean, what else could you expect from that group of women? Uh, fantastic, even though they're starting to do a little bit of individual things. But uh, hard to love, Blackpink. What's not to love about it? It's not hard to love this song at all. I am with you. Uh, the reason why it was not because I hadn't listened to it before the because I, I know it came out the week before, but I hadn't listened to it yet. And okay. it's really good. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, that album's really good. I might put something on there as well. Uh, if anybody hasn't heard Pink Venom, Pink Venom's fire too. Oh gosh, just, yeah, yeah. I just have to play that song over and over again. All right, um, <laughs> Quinn ninety two, featuring Big Sean, Common. I did not expect this one. I did not see this coming. I'm happy about it. I listened to this about a hundred times on Saturday because I was driving to San Diego and this song's just really freaking good. And I don't, and I am very excited about this era of music that Quinn 92 is putting out right now. These two singles that they've put out are really, really good. I like the sound. I like where they're going. Excited to see where the album goes because these two first ones, Backpack, Common, pretty damn fire. Yeah, yeah, that is. It's a great song. Yeah, I was like, whoa, there's a there's a collaboration I didn't see coming, and I'm glad we have it. Uh, sp- <laughs> ironically, segueing right into my next song, a collaboration we didn't see coming, but now we know <laughs> we needed all along. Um, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, are oh, you serious? Shit. Dude. Unholy. And so... I got, I'll be honest, when I saw it, I got very concerned. I got very concerned. And I'm like, it's a Sam Smith song. It's featuring Kim Petras. But I'm concerned that this is going to take him in a just direction he doesn't need to go for some particular reason. Or like they're going to try to mi- mix and mash their styles and it's just going to collide. 
in our faces, but this song is fantastic. It's a fantastic song. It works. The two of them work very well together on this song. They kind of met in the middle somewhere a little bit and I'm happy we have it. And I think we got more Sam Smith coming along the way. And a lot of people have been waiting for that. Um, so unholy Sam Smith with Kim Petras didn't know we needed it, but glad we have it. Dude, I am with you. I was nervous because I am not the biggest Sam Smith fan. Because <laughs> whenever Sam Smith puts out a song, I'm like, man, this song would be really good if Sam Smith wasn't the one singing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a great songwriter and all that. And like, man, and he's got this album where he wrote like half of the songs for Mary J. Blige. And it's, I forget, it's Mary J. Blige. Album. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she used all the UK producers and he was one of the writers. It's super good. And it made me think, man, this is what Sam Smith songs should sound like. But anyways, I was not expecting this from the moment that I hit play on this shit. I was yeah. like, what, what are we doing here? This, I mean, that song's amazing. Like, I don't know how big this song's going to be or whatever, but it's right. amazing. And I, Kim Petras is one of my favorites for sure. So I am a big fan of that. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I love that song. All right. Um, this song uh, came out of nowhere for me. I guess it came out last month munch by ice spice this song is going to be humongous and i'm letting i'm warning you right now when you listen to the song if you hate it uh, too bad it's going to be everywhere. it's on you <laughs> it's, it's going to be everywhere this shit is like i haven't felt this way about particularly a rap song a new rap song since uh bodak yellow came out Ooh. and I think this song is going to be every bit as big and we are all going to get to learn who the hell Ice Spice is because holy shit. I, it is the only thing is the song's a minute and 36 seconds long. So I wish the song was longer and I guess the replay value is good on there, but something's going to happen with this where there's going to be some insane remix that has a bunch of big people on it. Like, and I don't, because this song's infectious, but Munch by Ice Spice. Just get ready for your song of the fall, guys. I'm letting you know right now. It's coming. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. It's coming. So <laughs> if you hate it, like, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's, it's coming. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Um, last one for me, uh, Two Door Cinema Club put out their album hey. a couple of weeks ago, and it called keep on smiling. And that is just cheesy as it is. That's exactly what it'll make you do because it's, uh, it's fun. It's upbeat. It's kind of dancey. It's catchy. It'll get your head bobbing. Uh, a really, really good album from two door cinema club. I know they're out on the road, uh, right now as well. And so I'm going to put on lucky, uh, one of the songs from the album, just again, really well put together, kind of colorful, not only the, like the album out, out, Album artwork is colorful, but the songs kind of have that same feeling as well. So you need a little good mood boost, just nice cruising music, something to pump you up a little bit. Check out uh, Two Door Cinema Club. The album is Keep On Smiling, and the song I'll put on this week is Lucky. Nice. Well, last one I'm going to put on, uh, a dude who just completely keeps, I don't know, surprising me with how how great of an artist he is. Lil Nas X, man. Star Walking. This song is so catchy and so different. And I feel like there's like three songs in one. And I guess it's for the League of Legends world. Oh, gosh. Something. I have no idea. So I thought this was going to be like a throwaway. But no, this song's like crazy good. And it came out on, I think he put it out on like Thursday. 
And then Friday, when we were like running errands, we were like driving around a bunch of places. That song was already on the radio, like a lot. So I'm like, they're moving this one. So yeah. uh, I have a feeling a lot of things are happening with Lil Nas X like soon. And this song is just freaking fire. I love this song. Amazing. A lot of good music this week. All right. A lot. A lot. A lot. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, uh, do we have a Bishop Sycamore game of the week? Oh, shit. I don't think we... Ugh. I, I I forgot whose turn it was. We're going to have to scramble it, quickly. There's got, there's got to be... There was like... First of all, there was like 30 of those games last week. Dude. Let's be... It was, Chris and I kind of touched on that a little bit, but I didn't yeah. realize how many bad games there were until Saturday. Because Chris... Because I thought for sure Chris was going to pick Georgia, Kent State. Which ended up being the score to being like slightly close. By the way, yeah, it was a 45 point spread. Yeah. Georgia only won by 17. Georgia's yeah. defense has given up 10 points all season long. The first three games combined, and they gave up 22 to our golden flashes. Way to go, yeah. boys. Yeah. So shouts <laughs> to them. Kent State came to play. Georgia did not, not so much. But, uh, but yeah, Chris. And so we were just like, so this game of the week shouldn't be the worst game. Sometimes it's just a game that just shouldn't be played. Chris brought that into effect last week. And I was like, right. You're right. Sometimes it's just a game that shouldn't be played. Sometimes it shouldn't be played. Um, boy, it seems like there could be, I mean, it seems like Rutgers could be on that list each and every week. And yeah. Rutgers isn't, you know, at Ohio state this week. So for the sake of that, because uh, <laughs> we could, we could literally get into Rutgers each and every week. It gets a little bit more difficult because now we're getting into conference play, right? True. Uh, conference play heating up. So I'm kind of going through, looking through um, hmm, some of these really bad games this week. Let's see. Oh, my um, God. I see one? one. I have one. Okay. I have one right now. Syracuse versus Wagner. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's that is the that's the fine. That this sounds like a four versus thirteen matchup in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I like. Why on earth is this a game that's happening the first weekend of October? Where you see games question. like West Virginia, Texas, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, like whether these teams are good or not or mediocre or whatever, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, those games make sense. They are conference games. They are happening in October. All the BS is done. Syracuse. Wagner. October 1st. Get your popcorn ready. Bishop Sycamore game of the week. What are we so, doing? And what's even more incredible for some, whatever reason, that game kicks off at 5 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> 5 p.m. Have you ever heard of a game kicking off at 5 p.m. for any reason? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Wow. And um, just going through, I'm on uh, ESPN going through this, and they they have a, a link right there to tickets for every game. It takes you right to the <laughs> ticket page. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested tickets as low as four dollars right now for wagner at syracuse four dollars get yourself in the door five o'clock little saturday dinner special wow when it says tickets for four dollars that means just come to the stadium you'll you can get in just yeah 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 you'll find your way in yeah. you'll find your way in you'll figure incredible. it out wow that's the syracuse one. and yeah bishop sycamore what are we doing what are we doing <laughs> Dumb. My God. Well, Dan, any final thoughts on the old brunch breakdown? 
Um, boy, oh boy, I usually have something for you here. I got nothing. I can't wait to. I can't wait to come to LA in uh, in a couple of weeks. Now I can publicly say that my wife knows. Yes. Surprise her with those uh, that birthday gift. So we're going to Mike Helen Romance, and this weekend we're off to Greenville, South Carolina. So anybody listening out there that's been to oh. Greenville, South Carolina, hit me up at Steel City Dan Twenty Two. Tell me where to go, what to do, uh, and let's hope we don't get stuck in this hurricane. So. Oh yeah, that's kind of yeah. Ooh, it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So can't, yeah, can't actually, wait. last final thoughts. Be safe out there. Yes. Weather's getting weird. Yes. Be safe out there. For sure. <laughs> it's the brunch breakdown. We're out.